it's Black Friday. Not that this is particularly meaningful for the gang. No one's rushing out to grab electronics from a superstore or whatever. However, it is significant because it's the day after Thanksgiving. And everyone knows that yesterday, there was a whole fun shindig at Dez's place. You invited your friends over. You had Cagney and the werewolves, Warden Beaumont. You know, the usual suspects. We're all gathered for a Friendsgiving at Desdemona's house. And that's all you remember. Because now it's Black Friday, it's the morning, and you're all waking up. One by one, who wakes up first? Me. Okay. Sly, you wake up, and you your head is spinning. Um, it is, it's difficult to get sort of a focus on what's going on around you, and you really can't see anything at all. Uh, it turns out that that's not really your fault, because where you are is not lit currently. There are no lights on, and there's only a little bit of light streaming in through some little, like, uh, quarter-sized windows. You're in a basement! Oh, fun. Have you been in Desdemona's basement before? No, actually. Well? Maybe that one time when we were, like, doing cartography, but no, probably not. Well, now you're in what you assume to be Des's basement, because where else would it be? Oh, God, also, I mean, this happened one some day. Of the <laughs> well, there are other things around that sort of clue you into the fact that it might be Des's, uh, like things to do with craft projects, perhaps. Oh, there we go. <laughs> okay, that makes me feel oh. a bit better now. Yeah, your head is still pounding, but you're able to sort of logic, oh, yeah, the rough shape of this seems like it fits about with her floor plan. Okay, and why is there a box of books here? Why is there a box of books by Ebony Clark? And why are they all signed? Oh, dear. <laughs> Who wakes up second? Uh, Albion. Okay, Albion, you wake up. Have you ever been in a bedroom in Dez's house before? I feel like you have. Like, everyone did do a sleepover there at least once. I've slept in the guest bedroom before. Uh, before Albion got his apartment here. He had done that a, a, a time or two. Okay. Well, you are in a guest bedroom. And you wake up. You are not in the bed in the guest bedroom. I mean, most of you isn't. 95% of you isn't anyway. You have like one arm dangling uh, sort of still on the mattress and the rest of you is just sort of crunched up on the floor. So you wake up, your head is throbbing and also everything sort of aches as you move because you have been in a poor sleeping posture. Um, yeah. That ain't, that ain't new. I've slept in cars before. I have bushwhacked it in the wilderness before not bushwhacked i've you know what i mean anyway so the, it's not Bivouac. new but albion just like whatever the term is that's the term albion is gonna wake up and feel like the puddle of drool that is now coating half of his cheek oh uh, and just... uh also the puddle of drool is partly on your chest which is exposed because as you sort of get up you feel the sensation of cool against your skin uh, and the tackiness of you sort of moving off of other objects that you have been laying against for hours. You're uh, shirtless. 
Great. Then my boots and my pants are still on is the problem, I'm sure. Well, mostly. Mostly? Mm -hmm. What the fuck does that mean? Mm -hmm. It means that it means that your pants are on, sure, but, uh, like, your boots? Nah. Albion is gonna, he's gonna reluctantly look to see if someone is on the bed, and hope to god it's not a list of several people. <laughs> <laughs> Albion, all of your worst fears have come true. Oh no. It's several people. It's several people! <laughs> Who's on the bed? Oh no. Well, who wakes up next? Dun, dun, dun. Okay, Ro, you are going to wake up in Dez's second-story bathroom. You know, where Rowan once famously lived in a tub. Uh, you are, you are waking up next to the toilet, which is open. The first thing you notice is, well, that your head is spinning, and everything feels weird. The second thing you notice is that there is a peculiar smell. Uh, seems like maybe somebody threw up in this toilet and it did not get flushed. The third thing you notice is the sound of a dog. Okay. The sound of the dog is very nearby. Uh, fuck. <laughs> uh, Ro flushes the toilet and just kind of lays her head on the seat for a little bit. <laughs> okay. The sound of the dog is uh, getting more and more insistent, especially in response to new stimulus. It's from behind. It's coming from behind you. Okay, uh, I look at. I turn around. In the tub is the biggest fucking dog you've ever seen. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> You're looking at. A, you are looking at a Samoyed. Oh. Oh shit! What did they do? <laughs> Uh, the Samoyed just looks at you with its big, dumb face in sort of the, you know, approximation <sighs> of a smile as its tongue is just sort of flopped out and uh, is panting happily at you. Its tail is wagging. I want to get in the bathtub with the dog and just sit there for a minute and contemplate. There is basically no room for you to do this, but you make it work by cuddling with the <laughs> Samoyed. Des. Yeah. You have woken up. The sound of a dog barking somewhere in your house has basically cut through whatever this haze of unconsciousness is because Dez is a homeowner. Dez takes very good care of this house. So much is original to this house. Your alarm bells start ringing when you hear the sound of a dog in your house where a dog should not be. I don't have a dog. What? Now... The second thing that you notice is that you are uh, actually, yeah, like, uh, okay, so yeah, you're snapping to alertness, your head hurts, everything. Uh, actually, you're, you're like, your whole back feels pretty crap. Um, it feels like you slept on a table. Oh. Are you going to, like, roll out of bed, or how are you approaching this? Uh, she's going to kind of scramble up, actually. Okay. How low is the, uh, say, do you have a hanging light in your dining room? <laughs> oh my god, no. Oh dear. Uh, I, there's probably some sort of old hanging light lighting fixture that is above the table, yeah. Michael, okay, please. well now it's in your hair. <laughs> ah! Ah, oh, oh, why am I here? 
Oh, I'm trapped. I'm stuck. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Everybody is now able to sort of hear the the siren call of Dez seems to be in trouble. Albion, you're going to just have to leave uh, Cagney Moriarty in that bed. Uh, Oh, and also Wesley the werewolf, who's the only one really truly in the bed for maybe obvious reasons. (laughs) Sorry, can you repeat that? Who's in the bed? Wesley. Uh, Wesley the werewolf, you know, the one that's still getting over having his whole shit broken. Yeah, just, uh, hi, morning, uh, howdy, Wes. Oh, and hanging off the other side of the bed is one Cagney Moriarty. Oh, God damn it, no! Is everybody going to, how's everyone responding to, uh... Albion just sees a tuft of purple hair, and it's just like, his face just turns beet red, and he's like, oh, no. Oh, geez. And then he sees West and he's like, and that is also odd and we will address it later. <laughs> so uh, is everybody going to sort of hurry to, let's say, Des's aid? Yes. Yeah. And I'm bringing my pup. <laughs> okay. The Samoyed um, does not have a collar. So I'm going to use a the like tie from a bathrobe to make like a slip lead okay all right so you are leading the samoyed out of a tub i think the samoyed's leading me let's be real (laughs) well okay so anyway the two of you are making your way down the stairs albion uh you have come out into the hallway to see the biggest fucking dog and also uh roe in a state of dishevelment um, the dog looks fantastic, though. Rose, the one that's disheveled. And mm. uh, you head downstairs, and the basement door, which is, I assume, not far from the upstairs, it's sort of all central, just sort of blah, open as Sly. Uh, you walk out, and this is when you realize that you have a first edition signed copy of a book sort of stuffed into your waist of your pants. <laughs> Yep. And uh, get, what's the title of this one that you happen to have carried upstairs with you? Oh, is it uh, Lust in Lederhosen? It's absolutely <laughs> Lust in Lederhosen. Excellent. <laughs> so Lust in Lederhosen has made its way up the stairs with you. Remember, signed first edition copy. That's uh, true. And as you, are, uh, as you are sort of converging on the scene of Des, who has woken up on top of her dining room table and sat up into the light fixture. <laughs> like, you're not super duper trapped in it or anything. You're just kind of freaking out. It's just that you, your hair has intersected where that is. Um, yeah, and the other thing is, too, she, um, her glasses, she can't find them. So she'd be able to extricate herself easier if she could find her glasses. It's true. Your glasses are not on your face. And you... Uh, See that um, one of the other werewolves has just sort of rolled out from under the table. You see John the werewolf, who's been under that table there, roll his way out and just sort of look up and say, What happened? Uh, uh, I, well, what's well, one thing at a time? Um, good morning, John. Um, can, can you, can I have some help? Either a detangling or, um, only the, if you stop, the glasses? only if you stop yelling. Everything you're saying is very, very loud. I'm sorry, Jack. I'm sorry. will untangle the hair. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, thank you. So, yeah, you, you don't have to make a roll for that. You can just help. Yay. <laughs> so, John's looking around. He sees, I'm helping. he sees the gang. He sees a dog. And he sees, um, he does not see Wesley. And he does not see Annie or Phoebe. Hmm. What? Where? Okay, where are they? Uh, you guys. I'm sorry, I'm very... <sighs> Okay, my head hurts. Does everyone's head hurt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm all right. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're all right? Yeah, I drink water in between shots. Okay, you're lying because you ha you're also, <laughs> like, feeling pretty messed up. I am, but they don't need okay. to know that. No, <laughs> and he's he's not in a place where he's going to make an empathy roll right now. Excellent. Uh, you hear, uh, you hear a scrambling from way above and uh it sounds like it's coming from way above you somewhere in the house but also kind of sounds like it's coming from outside uh, what the fuck is on the roof oh uh, my ho god hopefully nothing Des, do you have like a sweater or something i do not know where the hell my shirt went <laughs> uh des uh if you decided to give him a shirt right now it would be possibly ruined by, you know, all the paint on his chest and maybe his face also. Paint? paint. What paint? I have paint on me? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're yeah, covered, you're covered in voice. paint, what yeah. my friend. Like, like what? a lot of paint. I, I, ba bathroom's right over there. There's a mirror. Just uh, go take a look. Uh, what, Albion, you finally get a chance to look down at yourself and go, oh, yeah, this is this. You realize this is the kind of stuff that you put on yourself when you're doing, like, ritual invocations to odin why the why would i do that why does what boy. I, yeah but unlike some motherfuckers i can hold my liquor i thought oh my god give me a sec alvin's gonna start cleaning himself off so uh what's on the roof because it is making an ungodly racket says a very hungover seeming john okay um uh, uh sly come with me let's go to the let's go to the attic um, I will try to find one of my dad's shirts up there, off oh. for for Albion. And um, but I, I, you're you're the muscle. You're gonna go up first. Okie doke. Since you're feeling so good. Mm hmm. Okay. Um, Ro, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to make an alertness roll. Okay. And yeah, you have to fight through this haze, so that's gonna be a difficult one. Your target's a four. Okay. That's a four. I did it. You did it. Okay. I did it. Good um, job. So as they are making their way upstairs uh, to go check in the attic, you have the sort of feeling, hey, I don't think that noise is actually coming from the attic. I do think it's on the roof. And the dog seems to be pulling you towards the door. Okay. Um. So wait, who's still down in like the dining room? Uh, down to the dining room is John. Okay. Uh, John, I'm going to bring my uh, this... Uh, outside. Bye. <laughs> they Wait, go outside. The fuck? Whose dog is that? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? I don't know, but I'm responsible for him. You know it's a him? Um, intuition. And we're we're already outside. We're gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. You look up on the roof, and um, well, you've never seen Phoebe 
just completely naked before, but there she is on the roof. <laughs> oh. oh no! <laughs> okay. Ooh, what will the neighbors think? <laughs> she is. She is. Fortunately for probably everyone, uh, mostly like face down. So you know, uh, <laughs> just sort of butt out out in the air. Woo, Phoebe, um, <laughs> Phoebes, and I'm just yelling. <laughs> she she sort of. Uh, shakes her head and rattles and says, uh, just like, uh, not, you can hear her mumbling, not so loud, not so loud, please. And uh, she starts to have a sense of her own surroundings and she's like, what is, am I in? And then she sort of, sobriety starts hitting her pretty rapidly because she realizes (laughs) where she is and she looks down and she starts to scramble on the roof because a she is quite high up and b she has realized that she is naked so she's going to scramble behind the chimney oh phoebe um, and she she just you hear a voice from back there that says what happened last night i don't think any of us know do you see your clothes up there no i do not okay um hey guys Oh, uh, but I do see one thing. Uh Uh-huh. It's Annie. She's in the backyard. Um, I hate to ask, but is she also naked? Do you want the honest answer? Wait, I can't (laughs) lie. I've just remembered. (laughs) Oh, I I am so whatever this is. Uh, I think the term, I think, yes, the term is fucked up. I have heard the other ones say. That I almost forgot I can't... Oh. Phoebe, is she naked? Not totally. <sighs> okay. Wait here. But she uh, is very not... cold. Okay. Uh, wait here. I will get you some clothes and we will get Annie too. Um, don't go anywhere. I head back in the house to help my friend. Okay. Uh, Albion, you've cleaned yourself off, yes? Yes, and I'm looking for a sweater or something to not have my my chest in the open. Okay, make me a quick alertness roll, and your target is going to be a two. Uh, my t- okay. Uh, hold on, let me pull up my sheet. Uh, I I hit a two exactly. Okay. Uh, well, you you sort of have this realization as you are like trying to clean yourself off and and take care of yourself that uh there's there's an absence kind of a weight missing from you and your hand slowly tentatively goes to your hip and presses in until it hits your thigh where is your gun oh no oh no 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 oh my god no Oh, by Odin, no. All right, up in the attic, uh, you have... Uh, I'm, I'm going to give you both an alertness roll. It's going to be like target two, because this should be easy to hear. And even with your, like, sort of getting your bearings. That's, so that's Sly and Dez. Oh, okay. My I got a alertness. one. Yes, a, a target two. I got a three. Okay. Yeah, you can hear the muffled conversation through the roof above you because I mean, I imagine it's insulated up here, but it's not like thick because it's an old style of roof. It's an old building. It's an old house. It's an old house. So yeah. Uh, 
Des, you just you're just distracted and it doesn't totally catch your attention uh at first. You can hear uh Sly that Phoebe is on the roof talking to someone and you can kind of make out uh that some of the things that she is mentioning uh including uh Annie and that she is quote fucked up. <laughs> and it's the sound seems like it's coming from somewhere about near where the chimney pipe is, the chimney's going up through the attic. So. so it looks like my dad only ever had some really tacky graphic tees. Do you think Albion would care if I gave him one of my mom's old cardigans? I mean, beggars can't be choosers, and, well, yeah, I don't think he'll mind. <laughs> you, yeah, well, I hope he likes red. You hear Better. from, uh, you hear from below you, on the floor below, uh, you hear somebody, a little voice say, uh, yeah, I don't mean to disrupt interrupt i don't know what's going on but i think that would look really good on him who's that, that cagney it's oh, cagney oh hey god <laughs> oh hey cags what's oh up? hi cagney hi hi how how you feeling because we I, I don't know if you've ever feel real crappy oh i feel very bad i don't know what happened apparently we all drank way too much and every once in a while I do like to get turned up, you know, from whatever the word of the day is. I sometimes I party hard. Anyway, I was around friends, I'm... so I partied hard. What? I mean, I don't know what my excuse is because I don't partake. Uh, how? What's your clothing situation? Do you need clothes? I'm in the attic getting clothes. Uh, oh no, I I'm good. Um, okay, I... I'm coming downstairs. Okay. So you see, you see Cagney, you've got clothes for Albion, and there's Cagney just sort of there. Um, their hair is a mess, and they're in a light state of dishevelment. It looks like they've taken some opportunity to at least put themselves a little bit back together, uh, but it it certainly looks like they were not, you know, doing so hot. Uh, comparatively, though, they might be in best the best shape of any of you so far. Mm. Um, but hey, so, uh, um, I was in a room with Wes on, and he is on a bed. Um, where's everyone else? Everywhere, Cagney. Everywhere. Okay, great, because I can't find them. Well, Albion's downstairs. I'm gonna go give him. No, no, I don't think you understand. I can feel where people are usually kind of a little bit like kind of you know empathic radar a little i guess mm -hmm. anyway i don't i don't know where anyone is i can't feel any of you well why don't we go downstairs we're gonna have i'm gonna make some tea we'll all feel better once we have some water and rehydrate ourselves and if we need to chill for a bit i'm just gonna put some dr quinn on in the in the kid bedroom Okay, because I am actually freaking out right now at not being able to... Oh, this feels so weird. Oh, this feels so weird to hear people say things to me and not feel them say it. I don't... I don't like it. Anyway... We all feel like crap, Cagney. Anyway, Ro, I, I assume you found Annie mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah, and I have brought her, like, a sweatshirt of some kind. Okay. Like a big sweatshirt. Uh, Because she is... 
basically just in undergarments at this point. Outside, it's November in Burlington, late November. So, you know, she's <sighs> probably really cold. And uh, yeah. she wakes up because the Samoya just sort of wanders over and starts happily licking her face. <sighs> All right, Annie. Um, Before, like... As as this starts happening, you hear Annie just sort of mumbling and moaning and groaning, and she's like, "No, John, cut it out." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ro takes a mental note. <laughs> Ro will remember this. And uh, yeah, so. Then she realizes that it, like, the, it starts cutting through that haze of unconsciousness that she is being licked in the face in real life. And she goes and she's, it starts turning to oh, actually cut. Yeah, cut it out. Cut it out. And she turns and looks and there's a dog <laughs> just sort of sitting there with a big dumb dog grin on its face right in her face. And uh, she, I wouldn't say screams, but she definitely yells <laughs> in in shock and uh, sort of scrambles and then starts shivering and realizing just how very cold she is and looks around and takes account of her circumstances and looks directly at you and goes, Ro, what the fuck? I I wish I knew. Um, and Ro was not looking at her. Ro, Ro was trying to be respectful of both of our partially naked friends and she's hey. like looking at her feet holding out a sweatshirt okay thanks um she goes over and takes the sweatshirt and starts putting on and says yeah but seriously uh ro what the fuck i i don't know we had like uh, there's this dog and i woke up in the bathroom and des was on a table and uh, just come inside um also phoebe's on the roof and she's naked okay okay i've, <laughs> I've seen the hangover it's not funny the things that you're saying, not funny. Not a good joke. Not a good practical um, joke. Not a, oh, not um. a joke. Um, I'm Albion's covered in paint. Um, don't I don't know. You you could come fix things because you're more adult than I am. Ain't that the fucking truth? And she just walks into <laughs> Dez's house and starts taking stock of all of the things. And uh, eventually, yes, eventually there's a sort of recongregation of everyone. And I'm sure that the experiences are shared. Well, Wes is still on the bed upstairs, but you have Cagney, who can't feel uh, their empathic anything anymore. You have John, who is extremely hungover and woke up under a table. You have uh, Annie, who was outside and just, you know, kind of freezing out in the yard. And uh, you have, you still have a werewolf on the roof who has not been brought down yet. And you have Albion, who is, uh, who was shirtless, covered in paint, and missing his gun. Des, your house is a total mess. Um, oh. There are obvious signs of disarray. It's like a party happened and no one cleaned up, and this is maybe the most horrifying thing you have personally ever experienced. Ro, yes. you have a dog? You have a dog now, mm -hmm. and you apparently uh, puked your brains out on the toilet last night. Sly, why were there a bunch of your mom's trashy romance novels it signed first editions, and why were you uh, in the basement? Well, 
now that we've all taken account and gotten everyone caught up, let's sort of continue. Who has a plan to get your friend off of the roof, if at all? Um, Is there a ladder well, in the garage? Dez's garage? Dez doesn't have a garage. A shed? Yeah, Anonically, no, Dez has like a little no, shed. Yeah, Dez has a shed. She has a, sh- a shed for her bike. Is there a window in the attic? And there's no ladder in there. Uh, not one that would be tall enough to get to the roof, I don't think. Shit. Okay. Uh, well, do Rose your gonna neighbors figure out how have a cl- ladder? Rose literally just gonna use her, like, thief skills and climb to the roof with some clothes, and they can figure out the rest from there. I mean, it would probably be easier to go, like, from the roof of the porch onto the roof, because that's- the porch is only one level, because it was a later addition, whereas the rest of the house is two- two stories. Okay, I'm gonna need some athletics times from Ro. So, Ro, to get onto this first story roof, you're a cat burglar. Um, I'm gonna say that, yeah, this is complemented by your burglary skill, because you have literally done this sort of climb before. So, the challenge to get up there is a four athletics, but you get to add your burglary. Okay, so it's whatever I roll, plus athletics, plus burglary? Yes. Yes. Oh, I don't have to roll very good, then. <laughs> uh, hold on. I gotta do simple math. That's a seven, baby. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So You turn into a cat. <laughs> I am a cat. Awesome. You have made it onto the first story roof, the, uh, the, the roof of the porch, without any issue. And um, you don't even have to worry about the fact that it's kind of slippery because it's cold and maybe a little damp. It's, it's Burlington in almost winter. So you beat any sort of challenge of that nature. You're up there now, and you might just, you might realize, oh, I should keep moving so that I don't lose momentum and, you know, the next thing I'm going to go. Like, maybe hop up on a windowsill or, like, a drain pipe or something. Anyway, uh, we're going to set this as a difficulty five, but I'm giving you the plus one. Uh, I'm going to sort of make spin happen here because you rolled so good. So, yeah, you have athletics and your burglary and a plus one to hit a five. Okay. Am I rolling? Yeah. Don't don't I just get to be on the roof because I rolled real well? <laughs> no, you're getting plus one to get on the roof because you rolled real well. Okay. I rolled a two. So that's a two. Plus one, that's... Plus your burglary. Plus the burglary, five. Okay, you are able to very barely <laughs> make it up there. Uh, it, it's a struggle, because it's tough to do these sorts of things, especially when you are not feeling great, and you get up onto the roof, and you find your way over to where you expect to find uh, Phoebe, and she's not there, and then you hear uh, some cursing from the backyard. <laughs> oh, right. Phoebe's from the Never Never. She probably just made her way through the never-never off of the roof. And once again, landed in your flowers. Always the goddamn flowers. And now, Ro, you're the one up on the roof. (laughs) Can I just go through the never-never? Phoebe uh, sort of extricates herself and then looks up where she was and says, God damn it. God damn it. And then just sort of... (laughs) You see her go swoop back through and then pop up a moment later <laughs> next to you and go, I appreciate the gesture, but that was fucking stupid. Let's go. And whoop, 
You have a short jaunt through the Never Never, and you are back on ground level. All right. Hydrangeas. They're more careful with the hydrangeas this time. All right. So, hooray. You now have uh, everybody conscious and sort of involved. Except I assume you're just going to leave Wes where he is, right? Yeah, he cool. <laughs> Wes cool. Wes cool. Let him sleep. So Let the boy sleep. So as He's you, been through enough. You're all sitting yeah, around the table. Uh, John continues to lie on the floor. The sort of de facto <laughs> leader of the werewolf farmers, Comrade Wolf Dad, is hanging out on the floor, insisting that you turn the lights down as all the rest of you have probably set up like a war council around the table to figure out what the hell. Mm. Albion has an ice pack against his forehead. He's like, all right, so what the hell happened last night? What can we piece together here? Well, also, I cannot find my goddamn gun. Des starts passing out mugs of tea to everybody. Perfect. And also, um, there's a pitcher of water as well. Everybody, please drink. You need to rehydrate. Oh, Okay, from the floor, you hear a sort of, uh, as he just sort of tries to figure out how to drink something on the floor. All right, everybody is going to have an opportunity (laughs) to make a scholarship roll to try to remember something from last night. Oh, boy. You're going to try to get one key detail. Oh, yeah, great. So your scholarship rolls are going to be a target of four try to remember some sort of key detail from last night. I got a four. Not a surprise to me. <laughs> Get a negative one. Incredible. What is our target? Four. 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 I, I got zero, zero. But I have four I don't have a so stat whatever. and I only got a plus. <laughs> well. And I'm not spending fate points on this. Okay. I am. You might Fuck have it. You might have it's more opportunities canon. to remember things later, but right now it's very difficult. All right, Sly. Yeah, uh, you seem to recall the most. Actually, Des, did you uh, get a result on that? I got a zero. Incredible. Okay, love that for us. So, making a couple rolls here. Okay. So, Sly, you are the yeah. one who gets to remember something about last night, and that something, something, something. is that uh, everything seemed like you were just kind of having thanksgiving dinner together and it, it, a lot of this is a lot of details are missing in the haze you remember you were all sitting around eating kibitzing having a good time um having some people time. having a good time some people were in fact drinking um you don't like you don't seem to recall the level of excessive drinking that would get everybody to this level of being knocked the hell out right hmm but then again you don't remember a lot of things from last night but that's the first thing that you sort of feel like is i don't know if we all drank enough hmm yeah like why would des be all hungover and shit who is who despite being you know the career criminal is does not partake (laughs) of libations until she is of legal age yeah she has a code that's my one rule (laughs) hmm Interesting. I want to spend a fate point to remember more shit. Okay, I'm going to let you. What fate point okay. are you throwing my way? What, uh, we're sorry, what uh, aspect are you invoking? Aspect. I'm a tag. Life is just a ride because holy shit, this is one hell of a ride, buddy boy. Yeehaw. 
I hope you can hear my wheezing laugh there. Uh, fantastic. It cut out, okay. but I understood. Amazing. Okay. Yeah, you know for sure that Dez was not drinking, and you know that Ro has this weird sort of moral code about not drinking until she's 21, despite all of the other crimes that she just loves to commit. So, yeah, she's yeah, like this some kind of thievious raccoon. It's up. weird. Yes, true. So, yes, this definitely does not add up, and you are pretty sure you wouldn't have had enough to drink to put you in a basement without remembering it. Yeah, not since, like, you know, junior year of med school anyway. I mean, you used to be a partier, so, like, you know how much it would take to kick your ass like this, and you don't think you had it. No, I smell magical fuckery. <laughs> Ooh, can I spend another point to remember things? <laughs> <laughs> um i already know where this is going and yes please justify this for me nobody likes wizards because the only way dez and ro could have got tore from the floor up is because of magical fuckery i believe okay well i will accept your your invocation here i'll take your fate point thank you for it and Hooray. uh oh by the way uh just for <laughs> this we're gonna start with just your refresh that's how many fate points you have, because this is outside of time. Okay. Now I only have so. six. I'm going to starve. <laughs> no. God. You, no. Your, to your base adjusted refresh is how many you have. We're not spending oh. from the real game. I, I know. Okay. So, so what does you that have mean? Like, eight? No, you have like three or four. Oh. Okay. So, yeah, you, you remember. So I am going to starve. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that actually brings me. But we have me, Thanksgiving leftovers. Oh, okay, actually never mind. Brings but, me um, to the next point. You're looking at the table that Des woke up from, and oh, there's yuck. still food on it in some places. There's still like remnants of people were eating here, and clearly cleaning up did not happen appropriately. Um, you recall that. The sort of fuzziness in your memory definitely intensifies after you ate. Particularly, you had some big old slices of turkey. And you're feeling maybe that there's a connection here. Maybe it wasn't drinking. Maybe it was the food. That's mm. a myth. Turkey doesn't actually make you sleepy. Are you sure about no. that? Says I the mean, medical normal. doctor. Listen, normal turkey wouldn't make you sleepy, so I suspect someone fucked with our turkey. Mm. They roofied the goddamn turkey. That's just fucked up. Who has active lore scores? Like, good ones. Decent ones, even. Yeah. Anybody who wants to can make a lore roll of target four. Lore is a stat I'm good at. That is... Six. Well, a good at, by good at, I mean two, but I got a five. And did you roll for that one, Ro? No, because I don't have any okay. lore. Uh, Albion. Yeah, you, upon this sort of discussion, you your supernatural senses start tingling, um, and you feel like something is off in this room. And Des, you definitely feel something is supernaturally weird, and your focus is directed to the table. Okay. So can I do another lore roll to kind of focus in to see if I can pick up any extra information? Well, 
I'm going to remind you that you can literally talk to ghosts and oh, that you um, apparently have ghosts in your house just like all the time. Yeah, that's true. I just um I was just curious um if I could because Cagney can't do emotion empathy readings currently, so I w- wasn't sure if maybe we all were out of juice or not. I don't know. Well, I mean, you can make another uh lore roll to try to deliberately okay. feel out the room, but I just wanted to remind you that you have other tricks. Okay, so she's going to go in her parlor and sit down for a moment by herself and just be like, is anybody here? Okay, so we're going to have you make me a nice little bit of evocation to try to get some attention. Um, How much power are you hoping to put into this? Uh, I'm going to say, like, a standard maneuver, I think, would be like three. So go right uh, ahead. Yeah, but... Sorry. Oh, okay, but um, what am I... What do I... What skill do I roll for evocation? Conviction and then discipline. Okay. Yep. I've got I've got four on both of those. Okay. Two quick rolls. The top two dead. Okay. Well, first roll is a two. Well, that's a problem because you won't be able to summon that power if you uh you'll just take one mental stress and have to try again. I'll take a mental stress because if we're doing only by refreshes, I only get one. Okay. Per session. Yeah, I feel like that's entirely justified by how uh, miserable everybody feels and how yeah. apparently hard you partied. Uh, so. Yeah, it's like, oh, crap. Oh, my head. Okay. Nope. I'm going to try again. Okay. Push through it, Des. You can do it. Got. Okay, that's better. That is a six. <laughs> okay, cool. You summon that power easily this time by focusing. Now direct it with a discipline. Another six. Hot damn. Okay. So you reach out and, yep, there's some ghosts around. Uh, and uh, one, of, one of those ghosts just sort of materializes through a wall and just says, Oh, hello. Um, I believe that you were causing a bit of a ruckus last night. Enough to raise the dead. Ha ha. Ha ha. Me? That doesn't sound like me. Oh, I, it was the, the, the imperial you. It's the general you. Oh, the formal you. Sure, Yes, sure. the formal you. Ah. Mm. Oh, but sorry. How rude of me. I'm Desdemona Brown, medium psychic, and you are. Oh, yes, I, I know. I'm Terry Ingleshire. I've been dead here for a very long time. I, I'm familiar with you. <laughs> of course, Terry. Yes, yes. My regular Tuesday afternoon. Tuesdays uh, with yes. Terry, you like to call it. Yes, Tuesdays with Terry. So, Terry, um, we ate some Thanksgiving feast food yesterday, and, um, can you tell me a little bit about what happened after we ate? Oh, sure. Anything you could share? Because we're having trouble coming up with the events that happened last night. Huh. I guess you did party hard enough to wake the dead and kill the living. For a, a temporary what? time. You know, to sleep. Sleep. You slept. <laughs> it's un- Poor choice of I'm words. sorry. Look. Terry. Uh... I was regarded as a poet and a scholar in my time, but never one of the greats, okay? I'm trying. Can we all see this or just Des? Um, Des, Des is the one who can see it the most, but, like, y- you can tell that Terry's kind of there. Uh, so I can tell that Terry is being kind of a... a- a windbag. A dingus. Well, like, you can mostly just see her talking to herself, and it's like, 
What's going on here? Yeah, you're not you're not channeling Terry through you. You're inviting Terry no. to sh- sort of show up. Nope. So I'm just like staring at a corner and talking through something. So yeah, you know, like anybody who sort of starts paying attention can notice, like, oh, there's a ghost there. Okay. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Terry. Terry's just like, well, you were eating dinner, and then there was a bit of a fracas of some kind. I, I was out, you know, frying out some poetry. And no, uh, well, t- uh, details. Spill the tea, please, Terry. Please. Well, I, I, I don't. I, I can't exactly spill tea. I, I can't really physically move things. Terry. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> oh, brevity right, is the that's... soul of wit, my good man. Oh, right. That's one of your modern parlance things. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Um. Hey, Des, and he leads with the ghost boy. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, th- there was there was quite a, a stir. There was th- a, a, a lot of noise, sound and fury, and um, I I think your your friend um, that that one that you talk about quite a lot. Um, what? Uh, I I I think he left. Oh, oh, oh crap! He did this. Wait, yeah, he's not. He's not. Oh, yeah. All of you suddenly realize that Beaumont is nowhere to be found. No, I've been new. I just assumed that he were gonna find him under a under a couch or something. Mm. At least he's not waking up in my bed. <laughs> he's not naked on the roof. <laughs> well, so So there was something that happened. Oh yes. Someone left. I just assumed that it was a uh some sort of a real rager. I think that's another one of your modern words. Okay, um, Terry, Terry, my good man, my friend, my my wonderful constant companion, Terry. Um, mm-hmm. did anyone or anything tamper with our dinner? Oh, I wasn't around for dinner preparation. Hold on, let I'll ask around and get back to you. Terry, Terry, you malefluent. It'll come to me. We'll talk again. Look, you'll get there. You're you're trying your best. I'll go you ask guys. some other spirits about your predicament and see if anyone saw you prepare the food. Ta-ta! That's Yo, uh, on. I'm gonna go try and talk with Odin and find my goddamn gun. Okay. Okay, finish your tea first, though. It's got some orange zest in it to perk us up. Hey. <laughs> Thank you, Desdemona. You are a goddamn hero. Uh, I don't feel like a hero. You're the real MVP. I need to make a phone call. <laughs> Hello everybody, it's me, Michael, your Game Master, best friend, and soon-to-be turkey boy, stuffed full of turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing. Uh, It's actually dressing because it doesn't have the turkey stuff in it, whatever, because it's American Thanksgiving time! If you couldn't tell by the first half of an episode you just listened to, and the you know, the fact that this is Pocket Potluck. It's the Pocket Podcast Network Potluck Special. I had a lot of fun with this episode. Everybody, we all had a lot of fun making it. I hope you're having a lot of fun listening to it. You know, just, oh, that's a plane flying overhead. Don't know if you can hear that. But I hope they're having fun, too, in this celebration of friendship and family 
and food. We're going to keep it light and brief today and just talk about the fact that there are a bunch of other great shows on the Pocket Podcast Network also having their potluck specials, such as Pokemakers, where they made a a restaurant-themed Pokemon gym with John from Home Movies and Them's the Facts, sorted sorted the uh, cast of Veggie Tales with Jessica from Cult Classics, which uh, just, who boy, that one is wild. It's very good. Just all these different shows that are great and wonderful, and we love them, and we are happy to be on the network with them. So, uh, you know, no ad read today. Just thank you all so much for being here, enjoying the show. Oh, and uh, we did uh, last week have an animation premiere by animator Deep Blue Ink, who is just wonderful. Uh, I I love his work so much. Uh, he's done some really delightful uh, animations for Drawfee and My Brother, My Brother and Me and Dimension 20. And it's just pure bangers all the time. And uh, he made an animation for our show, which just it came out so good. It came out so good. If you're listening to this and you haven't already seen it, what are you doing? Like, pull your car over pull up youtube go watch it deep blue ink it's one name it's easy anyway if you are here because of that animation then like hey thanks for coming by thanks for stopping by i'm so glad that you found us and i hope you continue to enjoy the podcast so thank you again to just everyone and for americans happy thanksgiving and for everyone else just have have fun. Have a good day. Bye! Cinema's hottest podcast is home viewing. What are you doing? This show has everything. Please stop. Blu-rays, DVDs, dog sounds, <sighs> guest this episodes. This isn't working. But you know what does work? Discussing our entire film library week by week in alphabetical order. <sighs> I'm John. And I'm Bethany. And this is Home Viewing. Wednesdays on the Pocket Podcast Network. Okay. While you do that, uh, Albion will have you uh, attempt to commune with Odin, which is in the attic, if I recall. Yeah, I'm not putting on paint again this time. Okay, so... And I'm looking at the bottle of (laughs) mead I am offering with uh, (laughs) mead and wine. The bottles I have with, like, a slight distaste in my stomach. It's like, oh god, no. I cannot deal with that right now. Well... Uh, the bottle of mead seems like it's pretty low. <laughs> yep, yeah, that, that tracks. Uh, and what do I have to roll for this? Um, I'm gonna... I feel like this is conviction. Uh, I feel like this is conviction as well. So, uh, yeah. Roll me a conviction, and you're, I'm gonna go target three. That is a six. Okay, cool. So... Odin's like... Alvin's is like, Odin, I'm tired and... Very hungover. And I know that brings me closer to Thor than it does to you, probably. (laughs) But I would love your guidance and your wisdom right now, Allfather. Great wanderer, great hunter. Um, where's my goddamn gun? Oh, I've been called a great many things. But a hunter? (gasps) Not that, baby. (laughs) What if- 
What is in my head? <laughs> uh, as you set your hands upon your your little uh, pedestal there, uh, like I guess hands around the bowl maybe of what you have, uh, you you sort of have uh, a figure kind of looking back at you, and well, that sure doesn't look like any depiction of Odin you've ever seen. Uh, sure looks like this guy's got a lot of grapes. It's like uh, I, I beg your pardon. Um, I I have a high enough lore score that I can. Uh, excuse me. I, um, I must have made a mistake. <laughs> I did not mean to contact Dionysus. I was trying to contact Odin. Oh, you contacted Dionysus a whole bunch last night. <laughs> oh, oh no. Yeah, Are you baby. responsible for this, Dionysus? <laughs> oh, no, not at all. I was just in the neighborhood, and then somebody rang my number and said, Hey, I've got some really fine-looking Norse mead that's got your name all over it. In fact... Uh, if you wouldn't mind just sort of pouring the rest of that in here, that would be a delightful thank you. Well, uh, it's not my place to argue with a god, so an alien is going to just pour the mead. And, uh, yeah, you could you pour it into the sort of bowl you have here, and it goes into the image of where Dionysus is, and he's just like, oh, yeah, and just sort of opens his mouth and leans his head back and just, yeah, oh. Almost as good as that nectar and ambrosia. My goodness, what you crazy Norse people get up to up there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's book wild. Um, you want to pass me the bottle of that? I got to find some more of this. <laughs> you know what? Sure. Again, I'm not about to argue. Alvian <laughs> puts the bottle in and he just rubs the bridge of his nose. You are a smart one, baby. Arguing with Olympians almost never ends well. You should see Arachne. No, I've uh, I've read my books. Uh, I was a nerd in school. Listen, <laughs> yeah, uh, books are oh, for Di nerds. Let's party some more, baby. You're awake, Harry <laughs> Dog. Let's go. I've always done. Uh, I am going to respectfully decline. Uh, what did we Dionysus. just talk about? Ah, uh, shit. This is... <laughs> no, I get I'll it. Be just gonna. I get it. No, you're all partied out. You can't keep up with me. It's cool. No one can. I get it. Anyway, I know you're trying to talk to your all daddy or whatever, but, uh, you know, uh, I think some wires got crossed last night and you got me, baby. You had a fun time. Dionysus, who called you here? Uh, you did. I guess you are too hungover to remember. I probably would not have. Now, that I'm is confused. a real shame. I do not know why you would say such hurtful things about <laughs> me. And we were getting along so well. Alvin's going to pop the cork off the wine and pour a little bit of that into the bowl. My apologies. Oh, you don't have to. You absolutely have to. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Can we keep him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is, listen, uh, forgive me, but this is the most... Uh, this is the most direct contact I've had with a deity, so I'm a little on the back foot. And again, very, very hungover. Oh, yeah, baby, you worked that back foot. I saw your dance moves last night. They were phenomenal. I was dancing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were doing a special Manch. kind of dance. One punctuated with a good blam blam here and there, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Loud partier you are. Odin, preserve me. I hope I have this on my phone. <sighs> So, uh, Great Dionysus, 
god of bangers and parties. Um, <laughs> I, I, I request, um, some clarifications on exactly what went down last night, um, because well, I cannot remember. I'm afraid that, uh, I was not present for the whole shindig, and that was a real damn shame. I was sitting up here in this little bowl of, uh, delicious liquid that you had poured me, and, uh, it was, I mean, hey, I'm the god of madness, baby. I just go where I feel like it. And right here, there was wine and mead for me. Mm-hmm. Honey wine? Yes, sir. Absolutely. More of that. You have some more of that? I'd love some more of that. Anyway, uh, that's for another time. Let's talk about what happened with you, my friend. You were hanging out up here, and you seemed a uh, mite surprised that you got in touch with the god of good times and parties. And you were having a bit of a party of your own, if you know what I mean. And you took out that uh, fancy-looking thing of yours, and you set off some real fireworks, real groovy. My gun. Ah, uh, if that's what you're calling them these days, sure. You had some kind of adamant rail, baby, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, that could mean several things. Oh, oh indeed. Uh, yes. Okay. What, what happened to my fancy adamant rail? Oh, I got no idea, my man. I, uh, once again, was just sitting here enjoying the party. All right, well... <clears throat> once the wine I stopped, uh, to... I dropped, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, understandably. Dionysus, I need to go consult with my comrades, uh, my fellow partiers. Um, thank you for your time. I will, uh, I'll be back. Maybe. Oh, I really hope you are. <laughs> uh, Okay. Albion's gonna walk out feeling like he may have just been hit on by a god. Uh, as you're walking away, you sort of faintly hear, uh, you sort of faintly have the impression of, uh, of that voice going, new phone, who dis? And, uh, <clears throat> then you, you hear sort of, like, the things, you feel the things returning to normal over at your altar. Um, like whatever was going on there, you think Odin finally kind of showed up and was like, no, no, thank you. And just sort of. <laughs> so Abby's going to stop and just be like, oh, father, are you actually present now? Uh, there is a faint rumbling from over there and, uh, it don't feel too happy. Maybe there, oh, Odin, father. It's me, Margaret. <laughs> oh, father. Um, I would love your assistance in hunting down the location of Gugnir. Uh, apparently Dionysus, uh, decided to invite himself to our shindig. There is angry burbling in your, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in your little pool there. <laughs> Alfie is going to turn around and offer more wine and bread. Um, that the burbling has become sort of, um, a little less angry and a little more just sort of like, mm. like a simmering. Yeah. Listen, I know you're not mad, you're just disappointed, and I cannot say I blame you, uh, but I require your guidance. Well, uh, it seems like you're not getting any more answers out of there right now, unfortunately. Um. That's fair. It, yeah, thing, things seem to have kind of calmed down on that end, but also, it's, it, it seems like it's kind of tapped out for the time. It's connection. Yeah, got that's fair. This scene crossed. has gone on a very long yeah. time. The wires of your god talk got real crossed, so, you know, you're not getting the yeah. answers you need. So, Albion just walks downstairs, opens the fridge, 
grabs two ale-8s, pours them into the biggest mug that he can find, and just starts chugging it. Okay. Um, and just looks at the group. So, Dionysus was at our party last night. I'm not being cute. I mean, the actual Greek god of wine and madness was here. And, uh, Did he eat the food? I do not know. He was... It was like talking to a, a frat partier. It was very confusing. I mean, this is a college town. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't show up more often. Oh, absolutely. I'm not shocked that he does. But that has something to do with what went down. Uh, he uh, sort of invited himself to my altar of invocation. I'm not super thrilled about that. Hmm. Hey, Ro. Mm-hmm. Can I borrow you for a moment? Are you going to yell at me about this dog? I'm not going to yell at you about the dog. It has absolutely nothing to do with the dog. And she's going to take Rose's hand and start leading her upstairs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're going to go to Des's room and there's an old phone there. And she's going to say, I need you to call Warden Beaumont for me. Um, I mean, okay, but why can't you do it? I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Rose calls Beaumont. Yeah. <laughs> no questions asked. Okay, you dial Beaumont's house phone, and it continues to ring, and you get no response. Do I get to leave a voicemail? I don't think he has voicemail. Dang it. Okay. All right. I relay that to Des. Oh, that's just great. Okay, let's go back downstairs. Okay. Um, You feeling okay? I know this all... We're all not feeling great, but, like, are you good? Well, um, my house is a mess. <laughs> I slept on the kitchen table surrounded by Thanksgiving food. Um, a god was in my home last night. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, somebody, apparently we caused such a ruckus that somebody actually left the party and now is incommunicado. So no, I'm just, I'm just great. I'm just great. Okay. Um, yeah, I... Oh, did I mention that I had naked people on my roof and backyard earlier? Yeah, that was the thing that happened, too. Well, not people, exactly. Like, they're people, obviously, but they're not. Annie's an actual person. I'm not going to argue semantics with you right now. Annie, I will remind you, is a person. I mean, she's a person, but also, like, a werewolf. Yeah, so... she's a Lucaroo. She's a person that has been cursed. Yeah. Yeah, you... So I'm not going to argue semantics with you right now. I'm literally kind of on hold with a ghost right now. <laughs> that some bitch put you on hold. Um. <laughs> uh, down. Do we downstairs? Uh, -huh. uh, the dog has let itself out. Oh fuck! Oh god! <laughs> um, Did someone go get it? The, I don't know that he's out. The, I the must dog chase has the dog. The the dog is just outside because the dog needs to do its business. Oh, the Hey, first time in our podcast, someone used the bathroom. Well. <laughs> <laughs> apparently this dog knows better than to uh ruin some antique uh carpentry or whatever home Thank furnishing you. um <laughs> and uh yeah sly uh you observe that this dog is not running away it's just out there uh doing its thing and then it dumps on her lawn and oh, it just kind of it just kind of slowly makes its way back over like it's ashamed of itself oh jeez. Uh, in the meantime, Phoebe is looking at you, Sylvester, and just sort of looks at the book that you have tucked in your waistband. It's still there, buddy. 
Ah, uh, frick. And she she just sort of looks at it and goes, what is this and why are you carrying it? <laughs> uh, it's a book written by my mom and there's a bunch of them in the basement and I just want to know why. It's not really the most important thing that we have to deal with right now. Uh, John looks at you and then takes stock of some things and goes, Wait, your mom is Ebony Clark? <laughs> yes. I-, I want you to know, I say this completely out of irony. This is the most important thing going on right now. What the fuck? And uh, yeah, you know, I think Des and Ro, you can be down here for this now because you tried to call Beaumont and got nothing. Okay. Um, the The name Ebony Clark rings a bell for you, Des, and I want you to make me a quick... Uh, I'm going to go scholarship roll. We're going to go with a target one. Oh, I made a one. Okay. Huzzah. Uh, your mom loved these trashy books. Oh, hey, my mom's books. Yep. These are uh, apparently your mom's books. Uh, were you aware that you had an entire box full of them in your basement? Yes. And that they were first editions? Yes. And that they were signed? Yes. Congratulations. I put them there. You are now talking to that person's son. Not only that, <laughs> you have been for months now. I was about to say years, but... Yep. <laughs> Your mother wrote these? My mom used to read me these on the plane when I'd get bored. Yeah. You have an amazing mom. John just looks yep. at you and says, Your mom read these to you on the plane? Uh, my mother... <laughs> didn't exactly have tact or class just ambition um did she skip that scene in titillated by the tentacles or no yeah that was a weird phase from mom <laughs> i'd rather not talk about it okay yeah let's, yeah, let's not. not talk about it phoebe why are you taking such an interest in it because it smells <laughs> i mean they've been in the basement since uh since my parents moved out, so... No, this smells of something different. I, something very different. What, does it smell like Dionysus? <laughs> uh, no. And you, you can see... I will give Phoebe the book you see so Cackney she can get a better just sitting there. Cackney's just sitting there really uncomfortable. Sly, you're gonna go check on the books. Yes. Um, yeah. So, really uncomfortable sitting there is Cackney, just sort of taking all of this in, and, uh... Albion, I'm going to give you the option of the empathy read in particular on this one. Um, Your target for baseline information is going to be a two, and for more, it's going to be a four. Okay, that is all pluses, baby. That is a four. I don't have a high empathy score. Okay, well, obviously Cagney's in some uh, serious uh, discomfort with this whole scenario, and uh, I mean... They've been saying that they can't feel the emotions of the people around them, and obviously that's pretty wild. Like, if your connection to Odin were just severed, you'd be freaking out. Mm-hmm. I'm missing my gun, and I'm trying not to actively freak out. Right. So, you feel, though, that it's not just that. They seem like, you know this person, they are a psychology student, and they are a helper. They like to help. They're not doing anything to help right now. They're just sort of sitting there. Meanwhile, Sylvester, you have gone and uh, you've you've looked at this box of books and, uh, well, 
are you gonna start like it's in disarray uh the box is a mess uh the books are not in any sort of order in there um it definitely looks like they are misplaced in a lot of ways make me an alertness roll your target is two okie dokie two okay it's like someone was digging around in them Hmm. what are you gonna do with that information bud uh spend a fate point to find out more shit i guess i mean you know that it looks like the box of books has been rummaged through okay what's dionysus a fan of my mom's books i don't know why don't you act on the information you got and do something with it uh okay someone went through these books and it wasn't me because when i woke up i didn't go through them the box was open when i woke up that's correct are you doing so, anything with that? Yeah, I don't know. I guess tell the others. Okay. Uh, Des, this is slightly horrifying to you because, of course, something else in your house is in disarray. Uh, I'm going to have everybody <laughs> make me... Ooh, what's the check for this? Uh, you know what? I'll go with alertness. Why not? Uh, with a target of three. Yay. I got a five. Okay. I also got a five. Okay. Yeah, three. Four. Uh, everybody has the realization that, hey, maybe there's, like, something significant to that, and maybe there's something in there. Albion's gonna pick up the book and just start going through it. I mean, the box and start going through it to see if there's something in there. Okay. Uh, well, your hand touches on something that's very much not a book. Uh, is it my gun? It's your gun! Ta-da! <laughs> you did it! Albion picks it up, and just, you see the relief rush through him. He gives a little twirl, holsters it. Is anybody upstairs? Uh, Wes is. Oh, no, I mean in the no, upstairs from the basement, because the box was in the basement. Like, are you still in the dining room area? I don't think so. We're, we're all in the basement, right? Yeah, we're all in the basement. You all went to the basement to check this box of books. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, then. Um, and, uh, okay. You have done that now. What next? Hmm. <laughs> Testimony's uh, uh. gonna go back up to the parlor and sit down in the chair again and be like, Oh, is his name Terry? Yeah. Yeah. Terry, are you there? Where's my buddy Terry? Oh, hello. Um, if you make me Oh good, you're back. Make me a real quick alertness roll, and your target is going to be a three. Okay, uh, I got a three. Okay. Um, it looks like the expression on Cagney's face has changed a little bit. You're not sure. How, but you can tell that something's a little different about them at the moment. Uh, because I'm talking to Terry? You don't know if those are related. You just noticed that when you okay. came upstairs and sort of turned toward them. Okay. Um, I'm gonna finish my conversation first. Okay. Uh, yes, um, I was- I was asking around the other ghosts and such, and it seems like nobody saw anything. I'm very sorry. Wait- Nope, hold on. Good work, Terry. Hold on. Nope, nope. I, I'm getting an objection from the from the peanut gallery. Oh, yes. Your turkey was definitely tampered with in some way. Fabulous. Great news indeed. Much obliged, Terry. I'll see you Tuesday. Okay. This was a wonderful Fridays with Terry session. And he just sort of vanishes because you're just like done with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Albion is going to come back upstairs with uh, Gugnir and just walk over to Cagney. Hey, uh, oh. you holding up all right there, Cag? Oh, hey, you uh, you found 
You found Gungnir, didn't you? Make me an yep. empathy check real quick, if you don't mind. What is my target? Your target is numbers. It is a two. All right, I roll the one. I'm going to spend a fate point to uh, on um protective streak a mile long, because Alvian's pretty protective of Cagney. Cagney is smaller than him and looks more delicate than he does. Okay, Uh, great. So... Something about Cagney's posture seems a little different. Um, they almost look like they're maybe trying to sort of maintain the same level of, like, uh, unpleasantness and discomfort. Uh, make me an immediate uh, alertness roll, and your target is one. Alrighty. Um, <laughs> I got a minus one net, but my alertness is three, so I got two. Hey, Cagney's a vegetarian. Hey, uh, so, yeah. Hey, Cag, um... Oh, yes? Yeah, they look, <laughs> they look nervous. Sort of hands on his hips, big grin. So, uh, uh, I, I remember dinner last night a little bit, and I remember, uh, we brought you a tofurkey. So, uh, <laughs> how was that? I've been dying to ask. Cagney Blanches. Um, it, well, I mean, it was good. Yeah, didn't, uh... Tastes like alcohol or curses? What are you suggesting? <laughs> you didn't eat the same turkey as us, Cagney. The wolves at the table all just slowly turn and look at Cagney with varying levels of emotion on their face. Um, so, what do you remember from last night, really? I, I don't remember anything. I got real, real drunk and uh, passed out. And woke up with a terrible hangover. Uh, that's what I remember. Um, I need anybody in earshot to make me an empathy roll, like, immediately. <laughs> that's a minus two. <laughs> Three. Safe <laughs> Two. Okay. Yeah, Albion's just gonna be like, I mean, I guess that's fair. I do know that, uh, you've got a reputation of partying a little. Dez. Yeah. Cagney woke up claiming that their empathic powers were completely uh, missing and absent. Um, you know that from, especially from Albion talking about it, that Cagney likes to party hard. You don't think alcohol would do that, do you? Cag's lying. I don't think so. You know, Cagney, if you were interested at all, I mean, I'm not exactly feeling 100% up to it right now, but maybe I could try working on some energy around you to try to heal you so that you can feel your empathetic powers again and maybe you'll feel a little better oh how are you feeling up to that i, I don't oh i don't think that that's how that works um i don't i don't know if you'd be able to uh do that because yes i got very drunk and now i can't feel empathy anymore right that's not how your powers usually work, though, Cagney. Are you sure it's not something else? Cag is just sort of sitting there, looking between everybody, just looking at Ro in particular, like, bail me out here, please. No. Cagney, uh. you are a guest here in my home. The dog has come up and is now just <laughs> hanging out on little Cagney's lap. The whole top half of the Samoyed is just sort of rup, boom, into that. And so Cagney's now stifling under the weight of this very large dog. Um, and uh, Cag is visibly sweating and just looks around. 
Okay. Um. So if everybody is like, I don't know, feeling better, maybe we should like go home now. Uh, How exactly does a social attack start? Oh, no! Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, no! You can absolutely attempt to put a maneuver on our friend Cagney if you uh, want to. What would you be doing? Intimidation here? Uh, I think it's going to try to be more of a kill with kindness (laughs) to the point where you are a guest in my home. What did you do? Why are you lying? Okay. So intimidation, but not through actual intimidation. It's going to be, <laughs> I'm going to say this is probably like, I, I don't know, uh, a rapport. I, I do have rapport skill. So I, all right. So uh, we're Let's go see. for a maneuver. Okay. So do I have to, you're going to roll something that, goal? that I defend against. Okay. So I'm rolling rapport. Well, that's a, a zero. Oh. I'm real good at social attacks, y'all. <laughs> well, fortunately for you, Cagney rolled like shit. So if you want to win, you can throw me one fate point. I have one fate point, so I would love to do that. I will. Let's see. I think I'm going to invoke teacup loving tail spinner. I smell a tail. Not mine today, but Cagney's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have officially, uh, you have officially put the aspect of killed with kindness on Cagney, so they are now more susceptible to being influenced into uh, giving up information. So you may attempt to rapport some more things out of uh, out of little Cagney here if you want. Uh, however, Phoebe is going to beat you to that punch and is going to just sort of look directly into Cagney's eyes and say, I was naked on a roof (laughs) and you are not telling us something. I still have little bits of roofing gravel in places that I am not able to extricate it from yet. Tell me what the fuck happened last night or I become, I become Wolf. And you get answers in different way. I get answers in different way out of you. Uh, hey, now that's not gonna be necessary. Intimidation We're not check gonna is need happening, to resort though. to violence. Ooh, good roll. Ooh, bad roll. Okay, 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 okay. Jeez, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was actually trying to like keep everybody here safe. I'm so sorry. Ooh, I I beg your pardon. Cagney, please share with the class. Okay. <laughs> um. Well. Uh, yeah, so, um, yep, I'm vegetarian. I didn't eat the magically spiked turkey. Um, everybody else did, and y'all started acting really weird. Um, and I was trying to figure out what was going on. Your, your, your sort of empathetic feelings were just going absolutely buck wild. Um, all of you. Uh, oh boy. Um... Yeah, so, uh, basically, what happened is, this, like, um, this monster showed up, and, uh, I think they were trying to take out the group, because, you know, y'all are, like, a problem for local bad things in the area. Anyway, uh, they thought that they could, like, get you guys, like, get your guard down, and, you know, um really mess things up 
Uh, but it didn't work on me because, you know, I don't eat meat. So, um, anyway, it was some little, little fairy thing, uh, that did it. And, um, I, they, they told me that I couldn't tell anybody what happened because it would ruin everything. Fendra? Fendra Lilu. Oh, do you, do you know the little fairy, the little fairy one? <sighs> yes, I'm familiar with Fendra Lilu. Oh, um, well, uh, uh, so, okay, um, hey, uh, Fendra, the jig is up, puff. Hello! Fendra Lily, what in Odin's name did you do? I saved your lives! Okay, cool, thank you, but what the fuck else happened? <laughs> yeah, details, Fendra Lily, please. Someone poisoned your turkey! Why would you do that? You poisoned it? No! I am not that someone! Well, who is? I can't tell you! <laughs> this is... I did tamper with your turkey, though. Oof. I made it so that it would make you all get knocked out and not die instead. I made different magic happen. Great, thank you. Much appreciated. But then the thing that tried to kill you came and found that you were not as vulnerable as it thought you would be. You were turning into wolves and shooting guns at it and getting crazy times. So it decided that it would leave you alone as long as you forgot about it. I made a deal with it that that would happen. And now here you are. That is... That is why I was very upset that Cagney here is vegetarian. Is that the word? Yes. Yes, that's the word. Okay. Why was... can you not tell us? Conflict of interest. Andrew Lulu, if I make you English muffin pizzas right now, will you tell us who poisoned <laughs> the turkey? <gasps> no. No, I can't. I cannot. I cannot do it. I can't eat not even for... The delicious, the delicious turkeys. If I told you, mm. I would have to knock you out again. I'm gonna, is there a lore roll I can make to see if I can put the pieces together here? <laughs> I mean, you can try. Uh, what is, probably, what is my target? I'm gonna go with <laughs> your target is, a base is gonna be a lore of three. Just to get any sort of inkling, but every two above that's gonna give you more details. Plus three, five. Okay, so you know that in the courts of the Fae, there are a lot of schemers that would do some wild things, uh, and there's maybe some intercourt drama. Who knows? Maybe somebody in one of the courts doesn't particularly care for you, and maybe, you know, uh, it could be somebody that works with other fae that you may or, you know, fae or fae-aligned people that you may or may not know. Basically, it seems like backroom politics and uh, maybe covert uh, attempts to really fuck up your whole shit. Um, and that uh, it might actually put more people in danger for um, Fendra to admit it, what's going on. So what you're telling me is someone in the fae courts does not like us, poisoned our goddamn turkey because of fucking politicking and bureaucratic bullshit. I did not say those things you did. Yeah, no, you didn't say it. Um, 
This wouldn't happen to have something to do with our dear friend Rose Mother, would it? I won't tell you because I can't give you any more clues. That would be dangerous. Will you just actually trust me, please? <sighs> Fine. Andrew Lilu. Mm-hmm. Isa, is, is Borden Beaumont okay? Oh, yes! Borden Beaumont is going to be totally fine. Borden Beaumont, in fact, in a few hours, will stop being a dog. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's great. Beaumont! Uh, Albion looks down at the dog. Warden Beaumont. Oh, my God. Uh, I swear to God, Warden Beaumont, is that you? <laughs> He was Are you always that a giant good... fucking Samoyed. He was uh, a good boy all along. The Sam- no one make eye contact with it. <laughs> <laughs> the Samoyed just kind of uh, starts doing little circles around the room. <laughs> it is a very oh large dog spinning in little tight circles. Its makeshift leash is just <laughs> going everywhere. Vandrilu, I. Um. Because Warden Beaumont was most dangerous one of you. Would have definitely ruined something. Oh my god. Alright, you know what? I'm just gonna say that uh, we're not gonna make greedy gobbler sandwiches this morning with the leftover turkey like I was planning. Um, we're just gonna- I suggest we burn everything. Yeah, I'm just gonna order us some pizza. Oh, it's okay. I'll take it. Actually- can you give me that book that you have there, please? Uh, why? I don't want to say. <laughs> oh, no. But if you give me that book, I will take care of the mess in your ki- table and kitchen. Give her, give her, give her the book. All right, give her done. The book. Here, whatever. So I give her the book. I Alvin did. Is gonna pull, Alvin's going to pull Cagney aside real quick. Uh, before you do that, uh, Fendra Lilu. Uh, okay, no, you can do this first. Sorry. Yeah, Alvin's gonna be, so, uh, if you weren't affected by the what, whatever happened, right, you weren't affected by that? Not as such, no. How come we ended up in the same bedroom? Mm-hmm. We cut back to, uh, we have, there's a very embarrassed look on Cagney's face, uh, they're just red as anything, and, uh, you, you hear from upstairs, uh, you hear Wesley just sort of go, Hey, um, does anyone else's head feel like it got struck by, I don't know, a body snatcher, I guess? And then Fendra Lilu just says, Okay, I have to go now. Um, Dionysus says hello! Bye! Poof. Son of a bitch. So you think that uh, maybe Fender Lilu has decided to prank us all because Thanksgiving is like their April Fool's Day? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I got you shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. 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 You're all you pregnant. got torn from the I you. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you just tell us that? You know fake can't lie. <laughs> <laughs>
This isn't the movie Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. You know <laughs> that you're supposed to walk around the truth. Yes, but this was funny. <laughs> I wanted Welcome to see your reaction. I, I got you t-shirt. It says baby minutes. with an arrow pointing down. <laughs> <laughs> I also uh. stole you this baby. Uh, baby is this. Why would you do all this? Who's baby because this? I like your movie, The Hangover. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.